Hey, it's me, Stephanie, and this is Sanctioned by Stephanie. And today we have uh, one of the one of the most fun open micers that I've been out hanging out with out in the scene. We always have a good time together. Um, he also is really, really great with his um, with improv and uh, all he does over at Go Comedy and Hiprov with Tam White over at One Night Stands now. Props to that. That's that's got to. I heard that was like a fun, fun night. Um, and you guys are doing that once a month now? Twice a month. Twice a month. All right, hip-prov. Make, make sure you check it out at One Night Stands. Um, very, very talented and a funny individual. Please give it up for Jacob Russell, everybody. What's up? What up, though? What's going on? Jake, I got to tell you, um, one of the things that stands out to me about you is how you can get all of these, like, we're all just like grimy little stand-up comics and you can get us all together doing like legit improv like games and doing funny things on stage. Like one of the nights at New Dodge when we were slow, I let you just go and be in charge of getting all of us comics to like, you know, just work out some improv stuff. And I really, really love that about you. Like, and you really taught me a part of like, this whole thing that I didn't think I ever would even be part of. Like I loved doing, I, I liked, we used to go to the old uh, second city, you know, right. and see the improv and, um, sorry, did the, the mic attack you? <laughs> I'm no, sorry my, about my, that. My knee hit the table. Oh, damn. I hate when that happens. I thought it was your dick, but it's your knee. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, um, but one of the nights at New Dodge, when you got everybody organized for me and we all just messed around, I just remember like several of the people that were there, like Papa Sean for one, for instance, like, you know, some people that are just like good off the fly, like people who are like, like him, he's a bartender, you know, it's like uh, people at work always say things to you and like you always have these quick little comebacks. And it's like when you're writing a set, it doesn't always hit the same as if you're actually just interacting with somebody like in the improv situation like we did. Right. Um, but like, I just enjoyed it so much. And like, you really have a great control and talent for like commanding a room with that, you know, and organizing a bunch of us riffraff to do that. So <laughs> I just wanted to tell you, like, I really respect you for that. And the hip hop thing too. Like, I know you're, you are a judge, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but, um, but you do your own thing on your own too, because I also did your other show, um, Ain't No Joke. I Ain't No Joke. Yeah. I Ain't No Joke. Named after the Eric B. and Rock Kim song. Okay. And, and I Ain't No Joke is basically, like, you allow comics to come and do their solid, like, five-minute, ten-minute set, whatever. And then the improv troupe interprets it and takes our words and makes it into a scene. For the whole audience to enjoy and and their own interpretation of it. And it was just so fun and so much, like, so unique of a situation. Like, I love doing it. I know Melanie and um, JD loved it the night that we were on there. That was just, like, such a cool kind of show. And Cherie told me she adored it. Like, it's really great to see people, like, like, take what you said on stage and then just, like, okay, I'm going to do, I'm going to go full force and I'm going to act this out. And it's like, okay, they just did my white claw jokes. <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you were a shop owner selling uh, weed and white claw perfume. <laughs> like that was great. That was so much fun. So yeah. So Jake is out here. He's making his own shows. He's doing his thing with hip hop and, uh, and you're out here doing shows too. What is your favorite room to do? What's your favorite place to go and do comedy at right now? Oh, Open man. mic or showcase or whatever. Oh, um, hmm. I really like um, I really like New Way. Mm-hmm. New Way. New Way's made a like kind of huge turnaround for what it used to be. Yeah. Um, shout out to Paul Peppertoni and Kara uh, back when they both were co-hosting it. But, right. um, I really I really like that room. Um, like some people don't like a lot of people complain about it. Like you know. Um, like it says, uh, like it says, like like it sucks and no one laughs stuff. But like that's because like you there too early. Like if you, um, oh, what's up? There you this, go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 you know, like I don't know if you if you stick around long enough, like there actually is a crowd there and it actually is fun. Like it's a it's a it's a good room. Um, 
I feel it's, like it's, Louis, a, it's a it's a mixed crowd too. Yeah, people think it's mostly a white, white crowd there, but yeah. it's, it's it's a it's it's a good mix. I like New Way, but the thing is, is like it's really a hangout. It really is a, just a big I, hangout sometimes. I think but that's I mean, why I, I like, like to fuck with the people on the stage too. Like yeah. you get a good little crowd there. New Way is probably one of the better rooms to sit there and spar with people. But I, sometimes, I mean, I just go just to go say hi to everybody. You know? Yeah, I think that's probably why I like it too. It's um. For that no pressure. Reason, hey, no pressure. Like you go up there, you do do your thing, uh, you do, do your jokes, you talk shit, talk shit with the audience, hang out in the back, talk shit with the comedians, stuff like that. Charlie LaDuff. Charlie LaDuff. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> so we already had part one of the Charlie LaDuff saga on this show with Nick Ford and Kevin Rodriguez talking about it. We also called Charlie LaDuff that day. Yeah, I heard. It. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, the reason I knew that this whole thing was kind of in the mix was I had talked to you and you were like, man, shit went, <laughs> went down at New Way last night. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Jacob, Jacob's like the, he's like the guy that's like, hey, did you hear what happened? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. he, he doesn't, he doesn't really want to like start the conversation, but he'll be just like, hey, do you hear what's up? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, what's up? But anyway, um. I like New Way. Uh, any other places that you really like besides New Way? New Way's dope. Trixie's dope. Um, yeah. Uh, 90s was dope when you know, T Barb was uh, hosting it. I miss um, 90s with T Barb. Yeah, that was dope. Um, I actually enjoyed um, uh, Starters off Plymouth and, um, you know, Tony Roney's joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You messaged me the night that you went there. Um, yeah. You had a good time there? Yeah, yeah, I've been there a few times. I've had a great time every time I've been there. Tony's um, Tony's dope. Um, he's he's a legend in the community. You know, he's like some. He's been in this game for thirty something, forty years. You know, right? Like nothing but mad, mad respect. And Tony will always give me a spot on stage. I just have to, you know, ask him. And he's he's that kind of comedian. You know, he's really that kind of comedian's comedian when it comes to that. Um, okay, so real quick, tell me a little bit about yourself. What's your background? How'd you grow up? Where'd you grow up? Um, you know, brothers, sisters, the whole nine yards. Oh, yeah. Um, I grew up in Detroit. Um, east side, west side? West side. Well, I was on the east side until I was like seven and moved to the west side. Um, uh, that's where I'm from. Um, one in the hood, really, I was just uh, I was in a decent neighborhood. My dad was a cop. <laughs> Your dad's a cop? He was a cop. He was man. a cop? Yeah. Um, so I couldn't do all the... Uh, knucklehead shit I wanted to do mm-hmm. because he was on my ass, you know. So, couldn't do none of that. But Strict mama? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Both church? Strict, huh? We weren't fucking with church like that. Really? But that, You're kind of like me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really fuck with church no we, more. We was, no, none mm-hmm. of us. Like, none of us I like, love God, but I don't fuck with church. <laughs> like, we only went to church on Easter, really. Yeah, that, yeah. But but I did go to like a, a Christian school like oh okay okay so you had faith every day so, so mm-hmm. it was like well as long as he's going there we ain't gotta go on Sunday yeah. <laughs> yeah we we did we did church as kids like all the time yeah. and catechism too and everything and then it's just like once i got to be an adult i was just like i'm just gonna have a one-on-one conversation with god from now on like i just i can't sit here next to Kat and karen yelling at me for not putting enough money in the collection plate you know <laughs> that's another thing like i don't like people all in my business and right worry about what i'm doing and trying to no. Um, yeah, like we're like good yet. friends, and I don't know shit about you. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I literally, oh, literally consider Jake one of my good friends, and I don't know his like. No, I don't I know like anything. Keep, I like to keep it. I think he has wife and kids somewhere. Like I think he's hiding them. Nah, nah, nah. 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 <laughs> nah I don't like people enough to have wife, and, wife and kids. Uh, y'all cool. I like y'all. You know, so like high school. Everything did you do? What what were you an athlete? Did you do anything in high school? Were no, you kind of a theater kid? No, I was, no? I was lazy. I was a theater kid. I ain't give a you fuck. play video games. I play. I ain't even play video games. Really? I, I mainly just um, I messed around with like um, trying to make beats and stuff like that. I had, oh. had turntables and like a uh, beat machine. You know, like MPC SP twelve one hundred stuff like that. Um, FL Studios, Fruity Loops. I was trying to like. Uh, make beats and be a rapper, but like I said, I was lazy, so I kind of <laughs> that didn't really transpire. But I kind of like got with like some guys from my high school that were rapping, and we try to do some, do some stuff. Yeah, mess around a little bit. Yeah, but not really athlete. I kind of to myself. Um, I don't know. 
Um, I was, I was like, I was considered, I was weird. Were you a good like student? That. Hell no, no. I was lazy, like I said. But I have you ever had an IQ test? IQ test? Uh, yeah. Probably. Because you remember. seem very, very intelligent. Um, I mean, I'm smart. Uh, intelligent. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how to describe it. I ain't a dumb motherfucker. <laughs> you sound like me. I'm not dumb, I'm not but I'm dumb. not I'm not learned. <laughs> like, I'm not super smart, <laughs> but I'm not dumb. No, like, you, you seem like an intelligent person. I, like, I skip school a lot. You skip school a lot? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't for you? Um, yeah. So, like, when did you, like, what made you realize you were funny? Like, what made you want to do comedy or even think about doing comedy? So, I was... Uh, about, I'd say about 12, 13 years ago, I was, I was kind of like, I was fucked up. I had, I was going through like anxiety, like disorder, anxiety, depression disorder. And it was, it was crazy. Like I was a basket case. Like it kind of put me on my ass. Like I was off work for like a few months I feel because you. of it. And, um, I don't know. I just felt very, I just felt, just, just, I was terrible. Like I, like, like I had, I was having panic attacks all the time. Like all the time, like I couldn't right. function. Like I had, like I had to, like and you feel I wasn't like stable. Yeah, you feel like you can't get out of it. Yeah, yeah. And then I got prescribed like some, like uh, you know, Xanax or Zoloft and stuff, but that made me feel worse. That made me feel depressed. Right. And, that, and I'm starting to get like having thoughts and shit, so I was just scared. So I was just like, and, like I was kind of in bed all the time. Um, mom was worried about me. Everything. My one of my best friends, he like. Um, he stayed at me and my mom's house for like about a month to try to get me like to, to watch over me to make sure I don't do no, no crazy shit. Or so whatever. you were really, really going through it, figuring out your mental health. Yeah, I was fucked up. Um, I understand. And um, just, yeah, under- so. just understand that that's really a lot of people go through that. You mm-hmm. know that like mm-hmm. there's there's been moments in my life my where I went, went through, through that. It. This man has went through it. Yeah. Like we've all went through it. And, and, um, so when you came out of that, did you want to just harness more laughter in your life once you figured out what no, was going on with I, you? I was just trying. So after that, I was like, um, after doing a lot of soul searching and really like trying to figure out what I want to do. Cause I, I, at the time I was like 24 years old at the time right. and um, You're a young I adult. Wasn't, I wasn't. As, I wasn't going to school. I didn't have. I didn't finish college. I never wanted to go to college. I, I went. Me to, neither. I went to classes because my parents wanted me to, but I should have never went. So I'm like thinking about like, uh, what am I doing? Am I and like, am I what am I doing with my life? What I'm doing? I was working at Pepsi at the time. I'm working like 60, 70 hours, and I was miserable there. So That's the one like, thing about you. You always have a good job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you do have a decent job all the time, right? Um, I don't know, decent job, but always, always got some income coming in somehow. You got, you got name brands that you work for. <laughs> You're like Pepsi, Carhartt. <laughs> but I was, Pepsi was a while ago. But, mm-hmm. um, I, uh, so yeah, I, yeah, I'm 24 years old. I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing. So I'm just trying different shit. So, um, I, you know, I try, like, I think I just trying stuff to, to just to figure out you to figure out me or just meet people or whatever. Right. I, I was trying to like, I joined, I joined like a ballroom group. It was weird, but I did that shit. Um, ballroom dancing? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, I, tr- like I tried it. Old lady ballroom dancing? <laughs> Not old lady ballroom dancing, but like ballroom. Like, just, like dancing with the stars. Yeah, maybe something like that. Yeah. Okay. It was just ballroom. Okay. All right. Um, it wasn't like. <coughs> no, I wasn't. Like, I didn't think you had rhythm like that. The rhythm. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I know you don't. I tried to dance with you that one time. You were like pushing me away. <laughs> I don't remember you trying to dance. With I like. I think I rubbed up against you at Indy one day or something. I was just messing with you, and you didn't. You were like, uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't do that. I don't dance. Like it would be funny. Like I'll be in a comedy. Like I'll be in a uh, comedy show or whatever, and like um, and and like all the guys will come up with interest music and they dancing and everything. Right. And right. I'll come up and I have my interest music. And I'll be like. All right, cut it. Cut that shit. All right, cut it. Right now. Get these jokes. I'm here to dance you motherfuckers. Like, listen to my jokes, you know? (laughs) But anyway, um, yeah, I tried, like, a ballroom group or whatever. I tried skateboarding. I don't know why I tried skateboarding, like, in my 20s. Because you're a nerd. My 20s. (laughs) Well, all my friends. All my my, your white friends? 
no, skateboarders? Black, no, black, black friends. friends or skateboarders? Yes. Damn. Oh, come on. Come, I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm impressed. I want to see the black skateboard group. <laughs> like I'm not kidding. Yeah, like like um, three of my best friends. They in the skateboarding are black. They, they, they uh, nice, absolutely. They in the skateboarding, but they were doing it, so I wanted to just try it. But um, the thing the, the thing I didn't realize is that they were doing it like as young kids, so they they know it. They I, came up in they it. They came up in it. I shouldn't be trying this as an adult. <laughs> where I can break where some I can legs. break shit. Where I break bone. <laughs> where I'm going to be off work and shit. Like, I can't do that. I should have I broke those bones as a kid. Right, right. And I then, needed to live, like, come yeah. up to this. Yes, yes. So, yeah, I tried that. <laughs> I tried, um, I don't know. I tried joining, like, a, um, like, a, um, I was hooping at, like, um, LA Fitness or whatever. <laughs> With like some guy was like some guys or whatever. I was just trying to do a bunch of different stuff, and they was taking. A you just want to get out there and yeah, see what yeah. you could have fun with in life. But right? I was, yeah. So one day I was on my Pepsi route. Um, I was in, I was in Ferndale driving a nine mile. I saw Go Comedy Improv Theater. I just drove by it, hmm. and um, they were. Um, I was like, yeah, um, I'm try. So I just stopped by. I just stopped in there, and I was like, hey, um, y'all do improv classes. And it was like, yeah, because I always wanted to try it because of like, um, yeah, like I used to watch Nick Cannon Wild and Out. That's what I was gonna day. say. What did you watch when you were growing? Because you're just how old are you? I'm uh, thirty six. You're thirty. Yeah, so you're just just a little younger than me. But yeah, like, did you watch like um uh not improv troops, but like like the the skit sketch kind? Yeah, skit yeah, yeah. I watched. Yeah, it. I never really watched SNL like that, but I watched Living Color. Living Color for sure. Yeah. That's how I was gonna I ask watched, you because I watched like Mad TV. I mm-hmm. watched that. Um. That was more likely. SNL was kind of like a little sidebar. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. I feel you. But um, I well, I used to watch, I used to watch Nick Cannon Wild now, like when it first came out. No, it, for sure. When it was more improv not now it's just more about insults. You dress kinda. like you're on Wild and Out. Right. <laughs> With the red black. hat and the black outfit. Yeah. I was gonna the say. Team. I was gonna say. I have to say, <laughs> Jacob Russell definitely has a signature um, fashion look. Because it's always the red, a red hat of some sort. It might not just it might not be the D all the time. He wasn't. I seen a Blackhawks one time. I think right. You saw a uh, uh, you saw a Mighty Ducks hat. A right? Mighty Ducks hat. That's that's red. Um, but yeah, I have a red like, one. It was like black. But yeah, I got different hats. Yeah, like so. if my thing is the jumpsuits and the and the jean vest and jean jacket, Jake's is definitely the red hat. <laughs> that's yeah. his signature. I honestly think that you need to make like a logo for yourself. And just have it be like your silhouette of your head, your glasses, and the red hat. Yeah, I did. A, um, I actually just did, um, like, probably like a month ago, I did, like, a sketch with uh, Danielle Bensley mm-hmm. um, and Emma Stevenson and um, some other people. And they, like, wrote, like, the treatment for her and everything. And then they drew me. They drew me with a hat on. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. They already okay. Had. So I thought that was that was funny. Like, wow, yeah, that's that, that, that signature me. Always got, signature. always got a hat on, but I do. I have like a hundred like, hats at the career. So, did anybody encourage you to do comedy once you started going to go improv? Um, yeah. Uh, well, hold on. Let's so okay. I yeah, went, to, went to uh, so I went inside go comedy and I asked them like um, like hey, I got improv classes. And I was like, yeah, and the guy I talked to was uh, Andy French. Oh, yeah. He was a uh, bar man. He was a bar manager there, right? And um, he told me when the class were, but then I forgot to sign up. So that I went there again, and I kind of like lied to him, like, "Yeah, man, I signed up. But I ain't get nothing back." And he was like, "All right, I'll just put you in here now, and whatever." So I kind of lied to get in classes, pretty much. But um, probably and, made them love you more. Yeah, Go ahead. <laughs> probably did. But uh, <laughs> shout out to Andy French. Uh, Andy's hilarious. <laughs> yes, yeah. I love Andy. Andy's dope. Yeah. Um, and that's and. And that's how I like started meeting a lot of uh, comedians, like in the stand up community. Because when he started doing stand prov back in the day, he um, <coughs> that's how I got. That's how I met a lot of other comedians. That's how I met like Blaine and Josh Adams and Ron Taylor and all of them. Right. Met, when they was coming uh, coming there doing that stuff. Right. Um, JD told me a lot about stand prov. Um, yeah, yep. and JD. That's, that's how I met him too. Yeah, and like when I um and when I came when I was like trying to figure out like. Okay, I want to have a competition for my birthday and stuff, and we were gonna do the Diva Cup. Um, it was JD was like, do random topics, and I was like, we had just went to Solferino's room, 
you know? Mm-hmm. And he was like, he was like, you should do like how we're doing the fishbowl, you know, because he had just started that. Right. And I was like, yeah, but how good is it going to be? And God damn, it's so good. Just anything like all these stupid topics lampshade i mean like that got like 13 laughs you they know love what I mean? that stuff like they it's just love crazy they love something it's different. crazy like, when you put a twist on comedy they people love it just like paul love like interaction I, too yeah like when i look like they love like when i've done like that mind game sex with me when i do it at they, okay, they love that shit let's do that game really quick uh-huh. okay so <laughs> go ahead and, and and tell the audience exactly how this game goes down all it is is a uh, is a improv game like sex with me, not me specifically, but you know, um, all it is is I come to you guys for uh, the audience a suggestion of a um, a uh, of an object or an occupation or whatever. It could be a movie. So and, Ben, and then you say sex with me is like that object or whatever, and then you insert your joke or your pun there or whatever. Okay, so give us an object or. Something. This might go really well or really shit. <laughs> right. Right. Um, Something I'll, random. Random. A pretzel. A pretzel. Um, sex with me is like a pretzel. It's going to be salty afterwards. Sex, is when you, <laughs> sex with me is like a pretzel. You're going to get dipped. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's, that's basically yeah. what... The and we did that. That's what the game was we did at New Dodge. Yeah. So, so that's that's a fun improv game. And sex with me. That's kind of like one of like kind of like one of the oldest comedy jokes. Like Rihanna ever. made a song about it. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. But um, but yeah. So uh, but like, did but anybody else pers- uh, um, encourage me? Encourage. Yeah. So I was taking classes, and my teacher, my intro one teacher. Because, you know, improv, it's like it's intro one through four, then advanced one through four or whatever. So my intro one teacher, his name was Matt Noss. Okay. And um, shout out to him. He's probably not going to listen to this. but Nobody's <laughs> but, listening to this. Yeah. Paul. <laughs> Paul Pivotone listens to this. That's it. This is for shout you, Paul. But um, We love you. Yeah, Matt, Matt uh, Noss, he, he, um, he's my intro one teacher, and he told me that I was funny. And it was surprising because I was having a hard time through the whole class. Cause I, was, I sucked. I didn't get it. I didn't get the concept of yes and and listening all that. Like, I was just saying stupid shit that I thought was funny, but I wasn't really listening. Right. So, um, but like, by the time I got to the class show, something just clicked with me. And it just, I wound up having a good time and wound up, like, doing good. So, um, after every, uh, after, um, the last class of every uh, semester, the teacher gives you a review or whatever. And he sat down and drew with me like, man, you need to keep doing it. You're funny. Yeah. Like, you should do it. And I'm like, and I was like, eh, I don't know. You know, I appreciate it, but I don't know. So I wasn't going to do it at first. Um, but um, some p- other people in the class, like only like um, a, um, a lot of people in the class, like they kind of dropped during the semester. And only like six of us, six or seven of us wound up having a class show. When it was originally like thirteen of us or something okay. like that, so um, you guys by the time pretty it, tight. Yeah, by the time we got to intro two, even more people dropped. It was only like four of us, and they had to um, grab somebody else. Like somebody grabbed one of their friends just to join the class, and they hit me up like, "You're gonna do the class or not? Or whatever." Mm-hmm. So I kind of just did it like, "All right, I kind of like these people," so I just went ahead, and jumped in, and yeah. I wound up. Uh, all of them wound up being like real good friends with them. Like, Everybody right. from that class. Like, right. just last month, I went to one person's class. I went wedding. to their wedding yeah. last month. So, so when did you when did you decide to do stand-up after that? Uh, so, I don't So, I have kind of a long-winded answer with that. Okay. okay. So, I started doing, so, the Matt Nye's got my teacher. He, um, I was doing, like, these... It's kind of like these one-man bits where I'll do, like, sketches by myself. Right. And I'm playing every character. Mm-hmm. It was called Inside the Mind of Jacob Russell. It was very, like, silly. And um, he liked what I was doing, so he put me in, like, his variety show that he was doing at Go Comedy called Matt Nile's Variety Show. I was doing that, and I got so comfortable doing that. I was like, man, I like, I like being, I like doing shit by myself. <laughs> like, I just like it. Like... <clears throat> and, and I felt at the time like no one really got my comedy anyway because right. improv is so white, <laughs> you know. Right. 
So I was like one of the two black people that was there. <laughs> two or three. Shout out to Dez Walker and Tam White. Um, yeah. So I just I, I decided like, hey, I'm going um, to try um, I'm gonna try stand up. And I, um, I tried stand prov one time when Blaine Hill was hosting. And I okay. did it there. And that was um, that was really fun. So um, I kept saying like, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna write some material, write some jokes now, and I'm gonna start doing it. But I, but I didn't really start really getting. I, re, I didn't really sit down and do it till like a few years later. Okay. Because I, I kind of was like, man, I said I was gonna do this, but I didn't do it. So, um, so then I was like, I'm just gonna take uh, Bill Bouchard's class at uh, Mark right. Ridley's, so I can like, you know, get a little push. Yeah. Get me into it. Yeah. And that's like our, our friend in common, uh, Patty Rooney. Like, she's been right. over at Go. Right. And then she, I met her in Bill's class when I finally decided to take it. Right. Because I was just like, you know what? Let's see what everybody's been talking about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, everyone has encouraged me to, had encouraged me to take it. But, like, I feel like taking it when I did a year and a half, two years into it is kind of, it was kind of a different kind of situation than, like, people who take it. Just to uh-huh. start out, you know. Um, I so, love that class. Though. No, it was great. Yeah. It was great. Um, and Bill's, Bill's a gem. I'm going to be on Detroit to LA September 27th, everybody. Uh, please come out and vote for the Down River Diva. She's trying to do a semi-clean set. <laughs> I can't talk about my vagina, Jake. I can't. <laughs> I'm trying not to say... Uh, Motherfucker. <laughs> Every word. Fuck, shit, nigga. I'm Fuck. trying to stop saying all that stuff. It's so funny because it was like, it's like, sometimes it's it's like, it just comes off the tongue so easily. And it's like, it kind of needed to be said tonight. I needed to say motherfucker tonight, you know? Um, so besides, uh, um, besides like your people that you came up with in Go Comedy, like who has influenced you? Uh, who are com- comedians that stand out to you as influences in stand-up? Um, hmm. Well, Chris Rock and Chappelle, of course. Chris Rock. <laughs> Chris Rock. I was just thinking about his uh, his one, is it Bigger and Blacker? When he's like, I hate when people are like, I take care of my kids. He's like, you're supposed to. Yeah, that was that was, <laughs> that uh, that was bring the pain. Bring yeah. the pain. I'm yeah. sorry. I thought yeah. I didn't know which one it was. It was, it was, it was that was a few years apart. So. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, they were real close. Yeah. Um, but oh my god. Okay, so. But yeah, Chris that's, Rock, that's, that's one of my uh, yeah, Chris Rock, Chappelle, Paul Mooney. Paul Mooney. Um, like him prior, of course. Met his son yesterday. What? He was at the thing. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um. What else? Uh, yeah. Not. I. I oh wait. I no. Need to, I need Dick to, Gregory's son. Sorry, I messed up. Right. <laughs> My bad. They're both dead comedians. They, they're, I mean, yeah. and they're both great. Like, yeah. I mean, honestly, Dick yeah. Gregory and. Um, but that's another one, Dick Gregory. Like, I um, I just watched um, I, I'm trying to like dig more into stuff. Not a documentary. There was a sh- there was this documentary on A and E talking about um. The history of like, uh, like, like black, black, how black comedians uh, use comedy to, um, like, speak about like social issues, speak the, about racism, stuff like that. Right, the civil yeah. rights movement. Yeah, completely. civil rights, all that stuff. And they talked about they they went from like uh, all the way back to like a uh, 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 from Dick Gregory to Pryor to Whoopi Goldberg to Chris Rock, Chappelle mm-hmm. to like all the. Uh, the, the newer uh, uh, black comedians now, like Gerard Carmichael and stuff like that. Yeah, They yeah. just went through everybody. And it was dope. Uh, but I like, I, I gravitate towards the comics that are talking about stuff. And are actually like, well, everybody talk about stuff. But you know, like, talk about, like, real what's issues. What's really relevant. Yeah, yeah. What, not, not, what's, yeah, what's really relevant, what's really important. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's why I, like, uh, have a lot of jokes. Talking about racism or white people or all that shit. Stuff like that. Like, I just, that, that's the stuff I like. I like when someone's talking about something. Your important. wedding joke. Your wedding yeah. joke is, yeah. is, is that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, just, just, you talk about issues and make it funny. We like, if you talk about something real fucked up and really make it funny and make people think, like, you make people think and laugh, you can make people think just as much as you make them laugh. That's the type of shit I like. That's what right. I like. So I kind of gravitate to those. Controversial kind of without being, um, 
tasteless. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I like controversy without being... Because there's some comedians out there, and I'm going to say this real quick. There's some comedians out there in the scene right now that are, like, they say these offensive jokes, and it's just like, but is it really funny? You know, like, is it's more shocking than than funny. They're saying it's just a shock value. Right. No, just that. And I feel like if you make a poignant joke about something that is relevant and maybe controversial up in the air in society, like that's the best way to, to handle it. But if you are going to talk about something and it's not going to make people laugh, then I don't think you should be talking about it. <laughs> you know, like just con- just being controversial in general. It's like if it's not funny, then or if it's not like where both sides can be like, oh, I kind of see what you're saying. Yeah. I just feel like I feel like Chappelle does that well. Chappelle learns how to take something that's controversial and make you look at like, hmm, you know, like he might he might go completely off the wall with what he's going to say about it. But he's going to make both sides of the equation like kind of go, okay, maybe he has a point, you know. Yeah, I kind of I respect that about uh, controversial comics. What about you? What's your. uh... um, Joan Rivers, Joan Rivers, Roseanne Barr. Um, those are all my influences. Uh, Roseanne Barr, Joan Rivers. I, never... I love um, uh, Wanda Sykes. I love. Uh, oh my God, who am I? Who am I talking? Who am I thinking of? I just, you know, like I just, I honestly. I didn't know Joan yeah. Rivers. You didn't. A comedian. I just thought she was just with the red carpet uh, lady, pretty much. I didn't know. I didn't but know. how much comedy did she spew on that red carpet, honey? Yeah. Like, she yeah. spewed that shit. I mean, she was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What are you wearing? What are you wearing? You know, yeah. and it's just like, it looks like Pepto-Bismol puked all over your cat's carpet. Yeah. Like, she just would say shit, and you're like, what the fuck? I didn't really, like, really pay attention to her yeah. red carpet moments yeah. until, like, she passed. Yeah. And I was like, oh, she was kind of a beast, damn. There, and then, like, Roseanne, like, uh, I never watched her comedy, but her her show. Her show. Her was show was one of my, show me, her, yeah. her show was, uh, that's one, that's, that's probably a top three sitcom for me, Roseanne. No, no, no doubt. Like, Roseanne not was. The, not the last season. But no, but Roseanne else. legit was, like, it's, it's, like, it's, it encompassed the really, um, you know, lower income, like, white people. And it's like, yeah, we're not, we have to deal with these kind of things too. You know, it's not like, that's, that's one thing a lot of people say to me. They're like, you have to understand that like, um, like the way that you come across to, to a lot of people, it's, it's really like you are a broke white girl, you know, you're a broke white person. And a lot of people relate to that because there's so many more people. Like I have, I have so many people that are just like, I just relate to you because you're a lady trying to raise your family and pay for everything and take care of everybody and you're broke and you know how to do some of the things that like <laughs> you just save money you know like mm-hmm. and it's it's and it's fun to do but um like besides influences in comedy um who makes you laugh in the scene right now or in like nationally in comedy uh and if you don't want to put out people's names, I understand, but... No, 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 it's cool. But uh, who do you respect is what I'm trying to ask, is basically. Uh, you know, of course, like, Melanie Hearn. Melanie Hearn is funny as fuck. Josh Adams. Um, uh, Ryan Brown. Mm-hmm. Ryan Brown's a fucking beast. He's a really good joke. He's talent. getting super sexy and losing a lot of weight, I just gotta say. <laughs> I'm trying to get like him. Like, he lost 100 pounds. And um, he's, like, telling me his diet. He's telling me... Like give me tips on my diet. I lost ten pounds, so <laughs> so I'm trying. Thank to... you, Ryan Brown. Yes, thank you, Ryan Brown. Talented comedian and dietitian. And um, dietitian. Um, <laughs> Andy could get it. No, what? <laughs> did I say that? Sorry. Yes, you did. <laughs> hey, um, but what else did I say? Um, yeah, Mel, real funny. Uh, Mel, Josh, <coughs> Adams, um, uh, Ryan Brown, um, man, Mike, Larry, of Mike course. Larry. I took his uh his comedy class, uh, funny is funny for like clean comedy because I'm trying to clean myself up. Right. Um, and um, let's talk about his show last night, real quick. Yeah, sure. Um, so what do you think 
what was your favorite part of the show? Favorite part? Um, my favorite part of the show was, honestly, when, um, how, like, he put, like, the people from, he, he let his, he could have he got anybody to open his show. Right. But he got, like, his, his real people. His, his students from his class right. to open it. Uh, shout out to them, Marcus Lee's uh, Uncle Smooth, Malachi Lee. Malachi, my dog. He um, Malachi is sweet. All yeah, these guys, all yeah. those guys, they are all I, yeah, I, I do up and coming in the scene. And yeah. and I gotta say, like, I mean, like, they killed it too. Yeah, they killed it. They really did. They brought yeah. the energy. Uncle Smooth with the big guy energy was really really fun last yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. And 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 mad props to JD too for hosting the right. hell out of it too. So. Right. But um, that was dope. That was really dope. That he did. He did that for them because um, he killed, killed it. And they like, uh, and they all haven't been doing that long. And they and they, and they no. show they show so much like 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 potential and promise yep. in this game. So yep. that was just dope. Uh, watch uh, watch them. Malachi mm-hmm. just talented as fuck. He do a lot of shit. He comedy actor. He's a showrunner. He did too. it. Showrunner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he did, me and him did improv at, uh, Planet Ant. Okay. And, uh, we actually had a podcast, a podcast, me and him have a podcast that I haven't been on like two months, <laughs> but it's called Mask Off Podcast. We started it and during the pandemic, uh, back in 2020, it's me, Mark Malachi, Daniel Jackson, who's like the president of the board of Planet Ant, and, um, Tony Coates, our homie. We okay. all, we all part of the plant. We were all part of Planet Ant Farm Team and we had that podcast. I just like just trying to plug that. No, mask cool. off podcast every Friday. No, Ma- Malachi killed. Yeah. They, everybody, everybody did great. Um, and then, and then when Mike came out, um, you know, there was a little bit of a technical difficulty with the lighting, and then right. they, they he started all over, which was the best thing to do. And like even mm-hmm. afterwards, I had said to him, I was like, I was so happy that you just started fresh, because <clears throat> it was. It was the reset that needed to happen, and then the energy just continued to go up after that. So it was a great show. Everything was like, I mean, everybody was there. I was like, damn, who are you? Another one, another one, another one. Like another person, another person. Okay, here you go. And then it was like, and then I kept having people come up to me and be like, hey, Down River Diva. And I'm like, I don't. Same thing and happened that was to me. Weird, like, right, like, Jake? It was like, hey, Mr. Improv. Like, dude. Yeah, right? they'll say that. And you too. don't know. How, and you're like, yeah. how do you react to that? And then they're like, this one guy comes up to me and he was like, hey, so has anyone bought you a birthday dinner yet? And I was like, no, how do you know this? Like, and I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, because I posted it on Facebook. Maybe he's my Facebook friend. Yeah. And then he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm your Facebook friend. I'll, I'll take you out to dinner. And I like looked at him and I'm like, uh, no, <laughs> like, but he goes, he goes, but I got to get this money right. And I'm like, oh, then you are definitely not taking me out to dinner. If right. you have to wait to get this money, right? <laughs> like, cause I want seafood boil for my birthday <laughs> and you cannot afford it right now. Um, all right. So Jake, we are going to take a quick break and we will be back. We're going to do the unsanctioned seven, which is the seven random questions that I picked today for you. And we're going to go ahead and plug everything that you have to plug at the end. So everybody, please listen to these commercials because I got a lot of shit that I'm plugging and a lot of stuff to say. And uh, sit tight because we got more Jacob Russell. Excellence, experience, prompt service. This is what you get from Good Helpers Heating and Cooling and Jones Labor Services. We have over 20 years experience. Good Helpers is there to make your life easier. With 20 years experience, we can take care of any heating or cooling situation. Let Good Helpers help you. Call 313-270-3600. Why don't you just introduce yourself? Go ahead. Go oh, ahead. Shit. Wait, wait, wait. Introduce me. Introduce you? Yeah, do your hosting thing right now. Do, I do, I How are you going to introduce me? All right. <laughs> and we're back and coming to the stage, the podcast stage. <laughs> <laughs> that was so trash. That was so cute. <laughs> All right, no, no. Come, and we're back and coming to the stage, 
the down reaver. Uh, fuck, fuck up. Damn. I'm the down reaver? Down reaver, yeah. I've the come down. from a land down reaver. <laughs> the down river diva of Detroit comedy, Stephanie. Yeah. What's up, motherfuckers? I, would, uh, I did it the, like the rest the of the heartbreak country. kid. <laughs> the heartbreak kid of Detroit comedy. You don't want to mess with this sexy boy. Please welcome back to the podcast, Mr. Jacob Russell. What up, though? Yes, I'm a wrestling fan. Yes, Shawn Michaels is my favorite wrestler ever. I honestly, I think you should dress like him for um, Halloween this year. I was actually trying to. I think I'm gonna try to dress like Gold Dust for Halloween. Gold Dust? Yes. You're gonna go full on body paint. I'm gonna not full on. Let just just on the face. I gotta find like the uh, the. You can't get just like the Fenty powder puff that makes you sparkle a little bit. Like you gotta be Gold Dust. No, I'm no. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the body paint. Like I'm gonna do the face paint. The face paint. But I gotta get the the suit. The suit. Because he wore a suit. He wore a suit, and then he wore a. What if you just dressed as Gold Dust, like? Going to his job as an accountant <laughs> and dockers. And <laughs> I remember one. Time, Come on! <laughs> I remember one. So I tried. I tried something like that. Gold like, dust as Jacob Russell with the red hat. We could do that. We could do. That. You dressed up one time as one. No, I dressed up one time. I tried to be like a a crisscross, like crisscross, but like a zombie, like a crisscross zombie. A backward zombie. Yeah, uh, yeah, a crisscross zombie. I wore my curls backwards. I had like the little break, glad like kind of like a high top fade back uh-huh. then. So I like just did the braids and stuff, and I wound up just looking like a juggalo. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were chugging a fago. I mean, people are gonna think you're a juggalo. Which is probably the whitest shit I ever done. <laughs> besides, oh, yeah, that's pretty white. Yeah. Be, be, besides do improv, yeah. Besides do improv. And come to white ladies' basements when they tell her to, tell him to. <laughs> did you think this was gonna be weird? Like, okay, so like when you first met me and I told you I was doing a, I did a podcast. Did you think that that was like weird that I would have comics come over to my house and do this? No, no. no because some people thought it was every, weird. Every, no, well, because I'm an older person. Everybody and their mama got a fucking podcast. Oh, right okay, now. okay. So okay. it was not weird. Is that weird? Okay, all right, no. all right. Well, you've been in the, you've been, how long have you been doing this though, Jake? For sure. Do you 24, you said? Yeah, I started, um, so I started, uh, I took my first improv class after my 25th birthday. So it'll be. uh, 11 years? uh, Yep, 11 years. I started in 2011. Nice. So I've been, I've been performing as a, doing comedy in general for uh, 11 years. Damn. Improv, Improv 11 years, stand up like four years. 2018, I started doing You got a middle school. You're a middle schooler. (laughs) All right, so now we're getting to the second half of this show, which is the unsanctioned seven. It is the seven random questions that I ask every guest. It is different for every guest, and sometimes I use the same ones over and over and over again. Okay. But we... Uh, we get seven questions, and answer as honestly and truthfully as you can. Um, your first question, Jacob Russell, is would you rather have your dog watch you having sex or have your roommate's parents walk in on you? Um, hmm. You cannot default and be like, I don't have a dog or a roommate. <laughs> it's just a hypothetical question. I'd rather have my roommate's parents walk in on me. The, uh, then have your dog? Yeah. Okay. Watch you? Because I feel like a dog watches. A dog is going to want to join. They don't. They just sit there and watch. No, I don't. That's weird. Okay. All right. And eventually turn their back on you. <laughs> you disgust me, you filthy people. <laughs> That's not how you do doggy style. That's what he says. <laughs> I'd rather have my roommate's parents. Like, the, you know, the... If my roommate's mom walk in, see me putting in work, you know, that she might see how I get down, and then that's another. And she might potential. get stuck in the in the dryer one day and help you out. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Okay. Okay. Another potential conquest. Another potential. You you just are you about that milf life or what? Uh, yeah. You are about the milf milf life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You you're getting up there. You're like in you're in like dilf category, but not a dilf. You're a dilf but not a dilf. I'm up there. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right, second question. Would you rather accidentally send a sex to your mom or to your boss? Uh, ooh, we. Uh, uh, my mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because my mom said it's just going to be like, she's going to be like, you nasty motherfucker, and that's, you know. She's never going to not love you. Yeah, she. she but gonna, your boss could fire you. Yeah, my boss could fire me and. Or hit on you, one of the two. One of the two. It's a 50-50 shot. It's a, I know what my mom's going to do. She's going to be like, you nasty motherfucker, uh. Whatever, she's going to condemn me, but she's always going to have my back. You know what I'm saying? What does your mom call you when she, like, she's reprimanding you? Like, when you're in trouble, what does your mom does she Does she call you Jacob, or what does she call you? Like She called me by my middle name, Garrett. She oh. called me that all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and my whole family called me Garrett. It's a weird story. But, okay. Um, no. But, his dad's the same way. His whole his dad's whole family calls him Alan, and right. his, his real name is Homer. Right. Yeah. I mean, you didn't, at least you have a, a good first name. <laughs> you know. But uh, yeah, my mom called me, my mom called me Garrett all the time. But when she's mad, she probably called me, um, you know, uh, stupid ass nigga, or whatever, <laughs> something like that. Oh, nothing damaging at all. <laughs> all right, third question: What's the funniest thing that you've done while drunk? We were just talking about how I, I was like, I miss drunk Jake because the last time I seen you drunk was at um, the Christmas party. And uh, you said that you had just gotten gifted a whole bottle of Henny. <laughs> and that's why you were so happy that night. Oh, uh, so the funniest thing? Yeah, what's the funniest thing? Oh, man. That's a thinker. What have I done? Like, I don't think I've done anything. I guess... I guess um, Shit. <laughs> it's dead air right now. That's I can't think of nothing. I guess the funniest. No thing. crazy karaoke? What's the craziest karaoke song you've done, Buzzed? Buzz. Buzzed or drunk? I do I'll, I do Aha Take On Me pretty buzz. Oh, really? Time. That's a karaoke go-to. That's your go-to? Um, yeah. And then my second go-to is probably Eric B. and Rakim, Paid in Full. Mm-hmm. My third is probably uh, Shawn Michaels theme, which I heard earlier. <laughs> I do that at karaoke, man. People, people be into it, <laughs> especially all like, 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 I'll, like I'll sing it, and then all of a sudden, all these now like, I gotta see this. I gotta all these see thirty, this all these thirty and forty something uh, dudes are just singing along, and all the girls are like, "What the fuck is going on?" Will you do me a favor? Yeah. The next time we have the Diva Cup, I don't know if we're gonna have it like twice a year or once a year, but the next time we have Diva Cup. Can you come and do Shawn Michaels' sexy boy? I'll do it. <laughs> come do it if we have it at Trixie's. <laughs> I think that'll be so. I funny. think the funniest thing I've done drunk though is like, uh, I don't know, like I was super, I was fucked up, and my friends was not trying to let me drive, but I was just trying, I was just trying to go to my car to like just lay in, a, sleep in the car because I didn't want to sleep in the house. But I don't know. They just kept like, no, you can't go to your car. You're going to drive. Like, no, nah, I'm just going to sleep in the car. Like, right. And that's that's honestly what I want to do. But then it was just, it just got to the point where I was like trying to run to the car. And try to, so it's like having a drunk chase or some shit. Right. But it looked very stupid. But, but a lot of people thought it was funny. But it looked very dumb. It looked but, very dumb. But, yeah, that's I don't know how funny that is. I can, I, that's a thinker. That's a thinker. I can't think of all of the dumb shit um, I've done. Okay, let's go on to the next one. Uh, what is a joke that you do that only you probably find funny? <laughs> is there any jokes? I think you know the answer to this question already. <laughs> <laughs> what joke? So this is a dumb joke I do. I think it's hilarious, but it's trash, and I, I'm probably not. I'm not gonna do it again. But um, I told this joke. So I saw this meme. Not a meme, but I saw. So oh, you post. gotta tell the joke. You gotta tell the joke. No, no, I'm saying. Okay. Tell so, me. I saw the, I saw this post on Twitter or something. It said, "If a one of if it was if it wasn't for elementary, penitentiary, and Hennessy, Tupac wouldn't have been shit." That's what this said because he he he, he rhymed those words all the time. Right. So I did a dumb joke of like, uh, you have to uh, guess what the Tupac uh, like this guess a game through like through a Tupac lens. It's pretty much like. Hey, because Tupac used to be like, penitentiary, elementary, all that shit. So I'm like, hey, what kind of fries did Tupac get at Coney Island? Chili cheese. 
So it's dumb as fuck. It's so goofy. What's what's two what, what's funny. what's Tupac's favorite uh, restaurant? Applebee's. <laughs> what uh? What did Tupac say? Uh, when you asked him for five dollars, nigga, please. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It's very stupid, but I love that joke. It makes me laugh. I don't give a fuck if make other people laugh or not. But I, I, those few times I did it, like for like when you were there, that was that was strictly for me. Applebee's. I like the Applebee's one. That was funny. I was like, I can't say the third one. <laughs> so yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> I can't say that one. Yeah. Oh gosh. Okay. So um. Let's see here. Cause I'm going off. I don't want to get a different one. What's the most random fact that you know? Hmm. Yeah, that's the thing too. Most random fact. Like the human head weighs nine pounds or whatever. From uh. I don't know. I know that. <laughs> that Tupac rhymed those three words and only those three words. <laughs> <laughs> I know that the Air Yeezy sneaker um, used the, the same sole for Andre Agassi sneaker back in the day. I knew that. That's I, a random. That's a sneaker. That's not that's not, not very random in the sneakerhead community, but I, I guess generally speaking, that's random. I don't yeah. know. You know... Snoop Dogg was cousins with Brandy and Ray J. I did not know that. Yeah. That's a cool fun fact. Yeah, and actually um Sasha Banks, who's a wrestler, uh I know who shot Sasha Banks she's, is, uh, right? She's Snoop Dogg's Mercedes. Cousin. Mercedes. Mercedes. Yeah. She's Snoop she's uh cousins with Snoop Dogg. Dogg. Okay. Snoop King Dogg. Is Snoop related to anyone on P Valley? P Valley, probably. Yeah. Have you ever seen P Valley? P Valley is so freaking good. There's a Mercedes on there. You got to watch out for is her. It, is that on Stars? Um, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. I can't think offhand, but I don't know. I just turn on the TV and I'm like, let me find it. <laughs> I don't know how random no facts are, but yeah, that's some shit I can think of off the top of my head. Um, next question. What conspiracy Ooh, theory? I got a good fact. Oh, so, okay. Good fact. All right. This is weird. So yeah. Kevin Hart had a sitcom. A very short-lived sitcom. Forgot what it was called. Right. But it was like he, it was kind of like he lived in, um, he was living in California and uh-huh. his family came broke and then he had to move to Philly. Right. With like his, uh, like blue collar, uh, class family member. And it was kind of like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air in reverse, if you think about oh, it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. It was like, uh, cause Will moved from Philly to a rich family and Kevin Hart moved. From a rich like family place to, to a, a Philly, yeah. which is a blue collar. Yeah, so that's a random fact. It's like Fresh Prince of Reverse. I'm proud of that fact. I don't, I, I don't, rem- I don't remember that show. Um, the only it was very short lived. Only- pro- probably had like five episodes that aired. Yeah, six. he probably got it right after Soul Plane. Because wasn't that like his big I first think, movie? I think was before. Soul Plane. I think it was before Soul Plane. Okay, but I don't know. Mm. But that's a random weird fact. Okay, cool. All right, next it's question. It's so random, it's not even on his ID. What's it's a, not even listed in his career. What's a conspiracy theory that you kind of believe to be true? Uh, I believe that... I kind, of, I kind of... Speaking, we talked about Tupac earlier. I kind of believe that... Uh, like, maybe the government did have something to do with his death. The government? Yeah, or something like that, yeah. Do you think that they're... But do you think he's dead, dead? Hmm. Yeah, because people are always like Tupac's alive, but he's still alive. Like they're always like talking shit like that. Biggie's definitely not alive. No, uh, they both were murdered. <laughs> okay, I will stick to that. There's so much weird shit surrounding Tupac's death, though. It's like yes, like they like, called himself Machiavelli, and mm-hmm. then he uh after the uh, just after I just feel like it's an incredible coincidence. Death. I just feel like it's an incredible. He was just like, you know what, man? I'm going to make this like life after death, Machiavelli, blah, 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 blah. And then, boom, you're dead. And it's like, wow, what a coincidence <laughs> this happened. You know, like, I don't I don't know. Like, Tupac always talked about. He always talked about died, dying. Yeah. When he looted the death. And Biggie. Kind of, like he named his albums that like ready to die, like for the death, all that shit. So right. It's weird. But I don't know, I kinda of feel like 
There's so much shit. There's but so like, much, I joked it's, that it's about so, dying before too. You know what I mean? Like, people it's so are much weird shit. It. It, it's so much weird shit surrounding both their deaths. Like how they don't know who did what and all that other stuff. Right. It just, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like the feds or the government has something to do with it. Probably. Right. That's my conspiracy theory. Okay. All right. Um, the last question. What is the most ridiculous thing that you would buy if you were given a million dollars cash and you couldn't save any of it? I would probably... That's a great Richard Pryor movie. A million dollars? Yeah, this is Brewster's Millions question. Correct. This is my favorite question, just, just, by the way. Just a million dollars? I'm going to say a million. Just for one thing, you can't save any of the money like you have to just be like boom this costs a million and I'm paying it and I'm done I'll buy one of those uh, factories over in Asia that make all the Nikes and Jordans probably and just like um, for a day and then you keep all the shoes they make for a day Yeah, (laughs) you can rent it for a day and keep 50 pairs of shoes I'm mean, gonna keep more than that. More than that, yeah. hundred pairs of shoes. They're gonna be cranking them out. I mean, like a lot, of, a lot of shoes. <laughs> the Jacob Russell line. The Jacob That's Russell what he's line. gonna keep. I want the Jacob Russell. Line I want Jacob Russell shoes. I, I, was, Jacob I, want, I, want, I want Jordans. I want Jordans and Nike. I want Nike and Jordans. I do. Admit, Jordans were very comfortable back in the day. I, I don't know that. why I want to do like. Uh, do you remember the Dietrich Furs commercial on TV? Dietrich Furs from the Dietrich family. Riding on a horse with a fur on. I want to be like Jacob Russell. <laughs> Your line of tennis shoes. <laughs> oh, God. oh God, Jake! This has been so much fun. Um, thank it you has. for coming on, sanctioned by Stephanie. Finally. Um, like I said, we we're always hanging out. Like you're you're like family to me, but not family. You know, like I mean, I won't loan you money, but um, <laughs> I don't really have money to loan. <laughs> Would you loan me money? No, I'm just wondering. If I had it, if I had it, okay. Um, thank you for coming out today, and uh, go ahead and plug any and everything that you're doing right now, um, in the comedy scene, in the improv scene, um, and especially. Uh, the really popular hip hop show that you're involved with. Okay, so let's lead with that hip hop show created by Tam White um, that I'm featured on as a judge. It's uh, twice a month now. Um, we just had our first show at One Night Stands, it's, and so and it's going to be like I said, twice a month. Every first went every no sorry every second Wednesday of the month at Planet Ant. Ant Hall. Every second Wednesday of the month at Planet Ant Hall. And then every fourth Friday of the month at One Night Stands. Fourth Friday of the month at One Night Stands. That's Hip Prov. Um, make sure you uh, check, uh, look for that. Check us out those two days of the month. Um, I heard that Mike Green tore it up. He did. He killed it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was talking a whole bunch of shit before. Like, 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 you guys are going to do great. I don't know what I'm going to do. And he ended up killing it. I'm like, all right, Mike, whatever. <laughs> and uh, and uh, uh, check out One Night Stands. Is, uh, Mike Green is doing a, uh, a class now, too. So if you guys are Word. comedians that listen, uh, make sure you check that out. Um, I, might, uh, I, might, uh, uh, I might fuck with that. But um, mm-hmm. also, uh, I Ain't No Joke, my show, I Ain't No Joke, uh, which is a stand-up. Uh, oh, sorry. Let me backtrack a little bit. Hip Hop is a... Is a is a hip hop inspired improv show mm-hmm. with like like with with uh, get with improv games, trivia, and, uh, and freestyle monologues, stuff like that. Very fun show, and you can also win prizes as an audience member. We raffle off prizes, stuff like that. So check this. So make sure you check. A lot that of audience out. interaction in this. Yes, yeah. hell yeah. So like I said, every uh, second Wednesday of the month at Planet, every fourth Friday of the month at One Night Stands, hip hop. Check that out. I Ain't No Joke, which is my show that I created. I uh, started it in 2019. Built a lot of momentum. Then the pandemic fucked it up. So now I'm trying to build it back up now. But it's a stand-up improv show, like Stephanie was saying earlier. Um, comedians do five to seven minutes. Improvisers do scenes based off the stand-up. There's also improv games involved in that. That is every first Wednesday of the month at Planet Ant. 
and every uh, fourth Thursday of the month at Go Comedy. So make sure y'all check that out. Um, you, you catch me out. Um, catch me outside. <laughs> yeah, catch me outside. I'm doing open mics and shows. Got shows coming up. I'm, I'm going to be at the Comedy Rumble at Mark Ridley's on August 23rd. Um, and watch out for my um, one-man show that I'm bringing back. It's called Birth of a Whole-Ass Nation. That's going to be at Planet Ant uh, September 15th, 16th, and 22nd, 23rd. Uh, Thursday, Friday uh, run. So uh, check that out. That's going to be at Planet Ant. Nice, nice. Birth of a Hoas Nation. Tell us a little bit about that. That is uh, a show pretty much is about me in slavery. You know, that's all it's about. I'm, it's one man show. I'm playing multiple characters. I'm talking about the true, um, the, 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 the history of how this country was started, how what this country was built on. I'm telling the, the story from my perspective. Right. The real story. Right. It's kind of like, there's a lot of wild shit in it, it's, but... You know, I'm just I'm pretty much just telling the truth based on uh, through my through my eyes. There was a um, if you don't know, there was a movie called Birth of a Nation, right? Back way back in like the nineteen like tens or twenties or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. That um, we learned about that, it in school. That, that, yeah, that were like some people don't don't know about this though. But like mm-hmm. it was just prop, it was just bullshit propaganda to make the KKK look like they're yep. heroes saving. Uh, they're white women from uh, from black, black people, people yeah. and it was um, it was crazy. That was called Birth of a Nation. So I just took that and flipped it. Birth of a whole ass nation. Okay. This nation was built on uh, racism. You know what I'm saying? So that's okay. that's pretty much it. So make sure you go and check that all out um, on at Planet Ant too. And thank you again, Jacob, for coming. I have to I have to plug a couple things. Fireside and Dive Bar. We are now doing on Sunday. Evening, 7 to 10 p.m. Um, come out, get your time. We start at seven minutes a set. Um, and depending on the people that show up, some people get 10 to 15. It just depends. We just let them go. Um, also, every Thursday, Hammer and Nail Bar. Please make sure to check out Good Helpers uh, LLC, Good Helpers Heating and Cooling, and Good Helpers Entertainment, who um, are sponsors of this show. And please uh, make sure to check out Hammer and Nail Bar on Thursdays, also sponsored by Good Helpers. And um, that's really all. I am, I'm hosting the uh, Mark Rip- Ridley's open mic on Wednesday this week. Yeah. Um, it's a castle, and yeah. I'm a mother of dragons. So come out, or my dragons will melt your face off. So I'm having, like, I'm so in the moment where I'm going to be starting to watch Game of Thrones again. I just, I'm just, like, in the middle of True Blood, re-watching True Blood, right? And I'm like, now it's time for Game of Thrones again. So, like, I'm getting amped for dragons and fucking fighting. So, <laughs> did you like Game of Thrones? I did not watch Game of Thrones. You did not watch Game of Thrones? I know, you, you, should think, watch I, it. I know you think I'm white, but... I, <laughs> you're not, I don't think you're white. I think, yeah, like you said, black nerd. You're definitely, like... But, but, yeah. you're, but you're, like... But I thought you might have been an athlete. You didn't jump on that bandwagon. I thought yeah, you might have been an a, athlete. Yeah, I have a... I play some sports. Well, because you carry yourself well on stage and stuff, so I felt like you were like somebody that knows your body well, so I figured, like, because I'm an athlete too, and yeah, I'm a little, like, like, like yeah, I'm chubby and stuff, but, like, I, I know how to, like, throw a ball, run, run, you know what I mean? Like, and that's what I got Yeah, I know you. how to do it. Because there's some people that are, yeah, like, do really... Maybe not no more. But yeah, no, I, I can I, do a high kick for sure. But I, there's I some people that, like that. that aren't talented like that, you know? So. Yeah, I played some sports. I did play a little football, basketball back basketball. in the day. Um, some um, baseball. Mm-hmm. Did some kickboxing back in the day, shit like that. Kickboxing. Actually trying to get back into that boxing. Actually. Yeah, but, yeah. But uh, I did, uh, but yeah, I'm not athletic because I'm just uh, out of shape. Yeah, <laughs> my boss was telling me not too long ago about his kids, how his ki- how he's disappointed his kids aren't athletic, <laughs> like him. Yeah, and uh, he uh, he was like, like literally, when we tried to teach him how to throw the ball, they literally just were like, eh, <laughs> and tossed it like that, and could barely like even get it out, like could not, did not even like rotate their arm, so. But anyway, we're just rambling now. Thank you again, Jacob Russell, for coming out today. Uh, Give it up again, everybody, for my producer, Ben. And uh, we out. We out. Love each other. Bye.